Welcome back to the tape store, everyone. This is Toby. And this is Brooke. We were made in the 80s. And played in the 90s. And we have just gotten back from Hawaii with our favorite. <laughs> so I was like, what? <laughs> with some of our favorite. Some of our favorite teens. Teens from the 90s. But we have another favorite group. <laughs> yeah, another favorite group of teens Oh, well, from the excuse 90s. me. Another favorite group of TV teens, because we have many favorite that's, 80s, 90s teens. <laughs> that's true. That's true. It's hard, it's hard to say that. So we leave Hawaii with our teens from Bayside, only to find that we are back in Angel Grove. Right. Back on the West Coast. Yep. With our favorite TV teens with attitude, as in <laughs> yes. the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. MMPR. Yep. So, I don't know what episode this is in the mix. Uh, some places have this particular episode as the second episode. Some really? have it as the sixth. Either way, it is an early episode in season one. It first aired on September 4th, 1993, and we were talking about the episode called Food Fight. Yes. Everyone, everyone's secret dream in school is to be part of a food fight, but this one is a little, a little more dastardly. Yeah, uh, very much so. We're going to talk about that. I think, yes. we're, I think we're going to spend more time talking about this. Yes, because to me, the actual peril is the food fight. Yeah, it's actually the worst thing that happens in the episode. Right, because like, we know a monster is going to come. We know what Reed is going to do. Right. right. But this is bad. But this is bad. And I'm sure if you're a an administrator of a school and you work at it, you know, you're a principal right. or assistant principal, you know, food fight is bad news. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. And poor custodians. Right. But when you are a student involved in the food fight, unless you get clobbered by something. Right, which you will. Like, you know, something really like mashed potatoes or coleslaw or milk. Or, yeah, like, uh, something. macaroni I mean, and you cheese. get hit by a biscuit or something, it's not a big deal. <laughs> it's just going to bounce <laughs> off of you. Yeah, but something dairy, you're 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 or, you're done yeah, for the day. Something with some consistency to it. Blah, yeah. You yeah, you might have to go home. Yeah. Other than Which that, is again, it's not exactly a losing scenario. Other than <laughs> that, in my past experience as a student, high school, they are quite exciting. You've been part of a food fight. <laughs> They're quite exhilarating. I have uh, never been part of a food fight. I'm very I upset about that. Have never, to my knowledge, I don't remember. Now, it, I'd be honest. The, have I actually ever thrown something? I have no actual solid memory of me I have no memory. throwing something. <laughs> I usually just like the way. Okay, so the way <laughs> in my old high school, right, which I now teach at, right. Um, that's full circle for you. Yeah, right. It's this big cafeteria, you know, big square rectangular. Yeah, it's it's actually a nice cafeteria. Yeah, it is. It's very big comparatively to other schools. I've been yeah, to. and it's large, right? Yeah. Now. This when I went to high school, and I'm not—I don't need to drag this out because we need to get into the episode. But when I was uh, at high school, at this high school particularly, there was only one high school in the county, so all the high school kids went to this one school. Now there's two high schools, you know, as right. As Which it's it's what's a, we're a pretty small city. I mean, I grew up and there was like six high schools in right. my city. Yeah, some so, some places depending on their size. Right. And, you know, I don't know everything else that goes into it, but we had only one high school. Right. So there was like. I think 2,500 or 3,000 kids there. And when we would have lunch, you can imagine, it is jam-packed. Oh, yeah. Know? And when we changed classes, it was jam-packed. But, you know, some, you know, again, the cafeteria. The times a food fight broke out, what would happen was it would start in one area. Yeah. And then eventually uh, peripheral groups right. <laughs> would see what was going on. Let's get in on this. And, you know, <laughs> you know the kids that want to participate, some, you know, are like, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, no. Yeah. But then they're the ones that are like, 
the opportunistic. I've waited for this. I've waited for yeah. this. It's happening. <laughs> yes, you know? at last. So it starts in one area. Then peripheral groups generally jump in. And then it starts to kind of grow until, and this is all happening in a matter of seconds, by the way. Yeah. Oh, for sure. It's, it, it doesn't go on for five No, minutes. it's rapid fire. So it starts, and then it starts to grow. It starts to grow. And wherever you're at, what eventually happens by the time it would get to me, like I would see it happening, you'd hear the, the big uproar. Yeah. And wherever you were, as far as your proximity to the closest wall, of the fir- you know yeah like, yeah you ran for the, like th- basically it would be like the parting of the Red Sea yeah you ran be, for the perimeter you ran for <laughs> it was like war in the <laughs> 17th and 18th century they yeah. they would line up you yeah know? for sure that's essentially what would happen so whatever wall I was happening happening to sit closest to that was the army that I was with that was your team <laughs> that <laughs> yeah. was my team because it would essentially separate into about two equal large groups of people right. and. And then here come the volleys. And mostly it was milk cartons or Powerade bottles. Golly, the, that's, the, that's terrible. Yeah, it was like it was like mortars coming that's over. That's terrible, Ooh. yeah. Yeah, so generally the worst of it is right there at the very beginning. Like if you're, if you're in that general vicinity of the kids that start immediately, that's where the stuff really gets thrown and kids really get impacted. Oh, yeah. With stuff. Once we choose sides and we get into our ranks, you know, like our firing lines... <laughs> Oh yeah, it's a, it's more of a matter of okay, who's going to get hit with a bottle, a plastic, an, an empty, an empty bottle, you know, a, a, not a glass bottle. No, I know, but still, ouch. I mean, yeah, no, yeah. Um, and by then, resource officers, administrators come in, yeah, and we're ushered. They're back dragging to class. kids out. Yeah. yeah, a pep rally gets canceled generally, or something like that. It's, <laughs> it's over. So, or you have a pep rally to talk about your behavior. Right. Yeah. There's or, an assembly. No, excuse me. Right. Assembly. Yes. Yeah. Assembly. And. You know, do kids generally get in trouble? Sometimes eh. it, it depends on how big the melee is. You know, yeah. so if there's anyone injured, <laughs> yeah, you know, so that was that was my um, that was my experience. My only experience is, is through 80s and 90s TV in movies like It Takes Two. There's an epic food fight battle. Yeah. All these great movies. So I was, I grew up being like, man, why can't I be part of a food fight like all the cool movies? As a student, it happened maybe. Three times a semester, they'd be Golly, a food fight. Like, where? What was my school doing? I don't Nothing, know. Just I mean, well, three times. I don't over know the though. I was of, one of those kids that was like, I don't want to eat in the cafeteria, and I ate in like the choir room. Maybe two or three times. <laughs> so maybe like five times a year, there'd be a food fight. But you right. got to think there are probably food fights a lot more often. I'm talking about in my lunch yeah, period, yeah, period yeah, yeah. where there would be four or five lunches. True. I've heard them happening. They were just never in yeah, my sometimes lunch. Sometimes you would hear about them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then as a teacher, what's interesting is I've only ever seen witnessed one. Yeah, in, I've, in, I've never experienced one yeah, as a teacher. In 15 years, I've only ever witnessed one that's food crazy. fight. So that's because people are like, they care more about their like cell phones and their appearance and uh, their and being social. Now. And kids are hungry at school. You yeah. know, they only eat generally, you know, unless they have breakfast, but they only really eat one time. Right, 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 right. So for the most part, they're doing a good job. <laughs> Way to go, teens of yeah. today. But let's talk about the food fight. Yes, thank you. Okay, the Mighty Morphin Power Move forward. Food fight. So we have our usual intro, you know. Rita comes out. After 10,000 years, I'm free. We see the whole thing, the cast, everything. Everything's the same, pretty much. And then we open on our episode, which is at the Angel Grove Youth Center. Right, which we well, which we often start episodes there. Yes, because that's like the hangout. Yeah. 
It's decorated with a tropical motif. At least that's what I see at first. Hawaiian music is playing in the background. We see a lot of Hawaiian, Hawaiian and tro- ladies. tropical stuff. So, but uh, what we see in the background. Which is interesting because we were in Hawaii last week. So it's almost kind of like a nice right. little segue into this yeah, week. Well, not like, last week. Yeah. Excuse me. Uh, you know, a couple weeks ago. Like Saved by the Bell, like Zach and the Gang are, right. like, are, are letting us set sail into the universe they of the They brought Power some Rangers. souvenirs. Yeah. So we see Ernie enter in with two platters of cream pies that will likely end up on somebody. Right. I we mean, know, well, we've already seen the name of the episode. Right. So we're like, oh, okay. All right. And in the background, I see this sign that says Cultural Food Festival. So It's a good thing. I'm assuming this is what we're doing. Right. Mr. Kaplan who is the principal of Angel Grove High School. Now, he we've talked about him before. He's he's uh, had an appearance in a previous episode, and I think we mentioned he has a toupee. It's very clear. Yeah, it, it becomes more clear in this yeah. episode. Oh, it becomes very clear in this episode, but I mean, it's, <laughs> it's pretty clear in, in yeah. the previous one. It's like 10 shades darker than the rest of his hair. It's, like, never, it's never a good match. Yeah, and he doesn't wear it well, and I think that's purposeful probably. Yeah. At any rate, we see him. He walks up and approaches Kimberly and Trini, who have platters of food, and they're joined by the guys. And Mr. Kaplan congratulates them on setting up for the Cultural Food Festival, which is supposed to raise money, according to Trini, for playground equipment for the preschool and daycare center. Very sweet. So let's set up a couple of these pillars of our story here. (laughs) We have a Cultural Food Festival, Mm -hmm. which is a wonderful thing, because what those are doing... I'm assuming, yeah, is celebrating diversity, celebrating other cultures, celebrating other parts of the world, right? Types of food, and that's the first pillar. This is really good. Yeah. The second thing <laughs> is they're raising money for children. Right. Two very good things. Two very good things, and of course, we know that Jason and the gang would be very much involved in that. Yeah, this is their jam. They they love to help people to help the community. They're good kids. Yeah, they're yeah, they're the good ones. So as always they're working for a great cause. Then we go to the moon. Where Babu and Squat That's which, a great sentence. Then we go to the moon. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> uh Babu is the the tall, thin, like hairy that, yeah. blue guy with like the monocles. That looks like a baboon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh yeah, okay. I just oh realized. gosh, are you serious? <laughs> and Squat is the little short squat one. Troll looking guy. All right. <laughs> they they're have both very blue. Apt names. Well, Rita's not involved in this. They're surveilling. Yeah, this is that's kind of interesting. Through their little one. telescope, they're able to watch. Rita is sulking in the corner, talking about how she doesn't feel good. Well, they have her come over there and look into the telescope, and Rita sees that the kids, the rangers, are doing something good and having a good time doing it, so it's time to ruin that. Right. But she's also vexed about the food. Yes, yeah, she sees that they're involved in some kind of... She's like, ah, oh, now my stomach really hurts. Yeah, she's enraged because she's feeling sick. Yeah. You know, and again, you know, Rangers are doing something involving food. I guess right. that's... That also probably makes her doubly sick. Right. And we'll go back to the youth center. The cultural food festival is going great. We have hula dancers, uh, food from different parts of the world. We see um, Asia. Central America. Yeah, Central or South America. South America, yeah, yeah, yeah. And... USA, uh, USA, course. like burgers and hot dogs, and the the uh, kids are all working at the various booths, you know. And you did something like that at your old high school. Like I remember, there was a you did a food night, and and yes. each of the kids did like a different yeah the foreign language yeah kids international would, cuisine. It reminded yeah. me a lot of that because we, well because we took our kids and, and our daughter ran off with a baguette. 
That's right. Yep. And, she was and, like two, and she just ran off yeah. with a baguette. And so then we tried to give her something memorable. sweet. And she, yeah, we tried to give her something sugary, and she almost got sick. Yeah, she gagged really loudly in front of everyone. It was yeah, awesome. It was, yeah. Have kids, guys. It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> so, but but anyway, the cultural food festival is going great. Yeah, lots of people. It's like it's like a big turnout. Yeah, it's really positive. There's a ton of people there. Yeah, well, I mean, who wouldn't want to go to something like that? Well, you know, know. where you're having different, you know, it's 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 some. But the thing is, it's you know, I mean, granted, I know I'm talking about reality versus the show, but sometimes it's hard to get people to come out to stuff like that. Right. I, I would love to. I mean, I know, and they're but they're wonderful. Yeah. And so when it it was cool to see, like, obviously they had drummed it up, and their community was very behind them. Right. Now, if you know Power Rangers, like we assume you '90s kids do, if you look, if you step back and you look at the Entire landscape of this situation, you know, you see the Power Rangers working, you know, of course, people don't know that the Power Rangers, you know, are, you know, our favorite kids here in Angel Grove. They're working different booths. They're helping. They're taking part in the community. Everybody's having a good time. Would anybody in this crowd stick out as they probably shouldn't be here? And if they are here, it's not for a good reason. I'm going to go ahead and answer that question. (laughs) It's Bulk and Skull. Yes, always. They're there. Bulk and Skull are there. But we know why they're there. They we, don't have to say why they're there. So we know. We go to Balkan Skull. If there is happiness and togetherness, yeah. they will be there to drive it asunder. Yeah, and they're there. And why, and, and I have to say, why Ernie or, you know, Jason, Zach, Billy, Kimberly, Trini, why they wouldn't stop and say, you know, this is a really positive event. We're raising money. It's, For it's, children. It's, 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 it's a charity event. Yes. If they have nothing to gain, the the, the yeah. Power Rangers have nothing to gain. So if anything gets messed up, it's not going to hurt them. It's going to hurt someone else. Right. But what I'm saying is to see Bulk and Skull at something like that, you'd think, now why would they be here? Yeah. Oh, of course. Why would they be here? Even Ernie, why would why would they be here? Even Ernie should could should look at that situation and go, what? if Bulk and Skull and a couple of their buddies are we should here, be worried. Yeah. we should be worried. You know, we know their game. We know Bulk and Skull's game. So, and in general, Bulk and Skull, which, by the way, I mean, they're some of my favorite parts of the show. They, yeah, they're really funny. For the most Usually. part, I don't want to say they're completely harmless, but for the most part, they're dim-witted. Uh, they're, they're pretty much always dim-witted. Yeah, they're bullies, but they're dumb. Yeah, and they are hardly ever successful. <laughs> it's true. You know, they're only ever uh, like they only ever thwart something for a minute for a little bit before Jason or Kimberly or Zach or Trini or Billy outsmart them and, yeah. and make them look, look stupid, look stupid, yeah. make them look foolish. So it always blows up in their face. But in this case, in this particular episode, guys, Mm-mm. Bulk and Skull do something considerably egregious. And they are wildly successful and wildly successful, which is absolutely upsetting. it's very upsetting. So. Bulk and Skull are at the, um, the the cultural food festival. Right, they're standing by the pie table with a couple of their friends that look about, you know, as far as the way they're dressed, their style, their attitude, you know, just like Bulk just Skull shouldn't be here. It's like another guy and a girl, you know. And Bulk gives the line of the show: "This is just what I like to see: oh my God. a bunch of goody goods about to get creamed by pies." That is. <laughs> oh my God! Oh man, this is actually terrible. They're raising money for children. The, the Power Rangers and, and or you know, and, and everyone else who's involved in this event. And again, what is Bulk and Skull doing there? Well, while Mr. Kaplan is getting a plate 
at the Asian booth with Trini. Right. And by the way, he's been commenting the whole evening. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, this is, I just love seeing it's wonderful. the community coming together. This is a cultural diversity. Like, he's basically, yeah. he's <laughs> driving it home that this is such a great thing. So, so he's so happy. Yeah, Trini and Billy are fixing him a plate. And while he's waiting, Bulk bets that he can hit Mr. Kaplan with a pie. Totally unwarranted. I mean, Mr. Kaplan... Why would you do this? He, it's not like there was a scene where Mr. Kaplan got on the bulk for something or whatever. From what yeah, from what we understand, this principal's not a bad guy. He's just there He's, yeah. supporting something his students are doing. Well, bulk lets a pie loose. It grazes the top of Mr. Kaplan's head. It takes his toupee yes. right off. Yes. Clean off his head. And hits Skull, who was skulking behind him. He was, like, lying in wait with a pie. I guess he was waiting to hit somebody, you know. Yeah, well, probably it, divided and conquered or whatever. So the pie hits Skull, but it takes off Kaplan's toupee, yeah. and everything kind of stops for a second. Oh, boy. Skull, in response to getting hit, even though he was hit by his own comrade. Right. You know, Bulk. Yep. Screams food fight. And this wonderful fundraising community event, celebrating diversity... Turns into utter it madness. It devolves into chaos. Even kids that were there participating and getting food and stuff, they decide to start throwing food. God, but but you know what? That's exactly what would happen. That's exactly what would happen. Yeah, maybe not every single person, but that would there would be there some would there. Always, they'd be like, oh, I'm here for it. That's exactly going back to the science of the food fight. I said, yeah. You know, it starts someplace, and then it grows, and then you have the two groups. You have the kids that duck and cover, yeah. and the kids that grab ammunition. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's, it's some, someone's going to be like... You know, they're going to take the bait. I was generally a duck and cover student for, for as far as I can remember. <laughs> uh, so anyway, utter madness. The food fight has begun. Bulk throws another pie and hits a poor girl right in the face. We just see Bulk throw another pie. It hits this unassuming young lady <laughs> right in the face. What's worse is that the people who are there, as we mentioned, they're taking part. Even one of the kids working the event there was a kid, he was wearing a sombrero, and like, a, like a poncho. He, I guess he was in like the, the Central American food area. He takes part. I guess at that point, there's like, this is bigger than me. Yeah, this <laughs> just, is bigger than I me. I just I have just, to go with it. It doesn't matter, yeah. <laughs> so, ki- so kids working the event are taking part. A kid grabs a ketchup and mustard bottle and squeezes them up in the oh air. Oh my God. Now the Rangers, of course, do not. No, no. Not, they our, duck not for, our guys. They duck for cover. On the moon, Rita's watching all this. Now, if I were Rita, I'd think, oh, well, heck, we don't have to worry about making a monster today. They got it. I mean... Yeah, these, their own people are turning against yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> it's it, what they planned, this wonderful charity they planned, this charity event, is being ruined by a couple of fud-dud bullies. Right. You know? <laughs> but Rita's not to be upstaged. But no, she's not going to be upstaged. She's irritated. Yeah. She demands that Finster make her a monster. My question to this again is, Why? Bulk and Skull have successfully ruined the cultural food festival, which is now, yeah, has now descended into mayhem. But she's like, I don't want any, I don't want your normal, I don't want your one of your like, you know, standard monsters. I want go, something different. Yeah, yeah, I want something special. Yeah, what? Why? Why? I don't uh, know. It's just what she asked for. She requests a pudgy pig. What? Go ahead. No. No, I just I'm, I can't even formulate the thought. Like, like I just want to know what her. Th- I want to know the thought process in her head. Like, hmm. Yes, pudgy pig. We'll go with that. So here's the other part to it. She <laughs> says she wants a pudgy pig, a monster with a big appetite, to eat all the food on Earth. I think seeing the food, she I guess she has a stomach ache, and she's seeing the food has made her more sick. She's like, you know what? I want something that's going to eat all the food. Like, just get it out of here. Yeah. 
just so I don't have to look at it. She has not put a lot of thought in this. At this all. is what happens when when Rita has a tummy ache. Right. Just create a big pig. Well, yeah. Fenster creates the monster pudgy pig, voiced by David Malo. Is this is what he looks like? He's the head of a pig. No body, no head. It's just the head. It looks ridiculous. With arms and legs sticking out of it. Yeah, it, it looks like something a preschooler would draw. Yeah, the two. You arm- know how they draw the. You know they draw the big face with the arm and the leg, yeah, and that's yeah. it. It looks like a preschool drawing. Right. And out of his mouth, the two corners of his mouth are the arms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's awful. And it's wearing a big silver helmet that looks like a Roman, a cent- Roman centurion. centurion helmet with yeah. the, with a big red brush. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. I sat there going. What's the who was the concept designer? Like what uh, what what? I mean, it's fine. I'm here for it, but right. what is happening? Well, Rita is pleased. Pudgy Pig is sent to Earth and immediately begins consuming garbage. He just like turns around. Signature phrase: "I'm hungry." Yeah. Uh, r- back at the youth center, the food fight is still going strong. Now the Rangers now decide: okay, it's time to fight back yeah, and attempt to salvage the food festival. So Jason, you know. And, and this is where I want to go into maybe what should have happened. If if you're Jason and Kimberly and Trini and Billy and Zach, like what do you? What is your response when this is going on? Uh, Mr. Kaplan is more busy. Uh, he's he's more worried about getting his toupee out of the punch bowl. Oh yeah, and, he it's and right back on his head. Yeah, and he can't. He's struggling to control the chaos. Uh, there's one of two things to do uh, if you're the Power Rangers, <laughs> right? You, you either want to get, like, the security at, at the youth center. You know, right. Get some adults in charge to yes. come in, and, and a, a number of adults, not just one. Mr. Kaplan's not enough. No. Or two, they can use their – they can intelligently and very safely, but maybe a little forcefully, use their abilities with martial arts to get Bulk and Skull and their two cronies right. out of there. They could do that undetected. Just, yeah, just kind of put get them out. Just Everyone like, yeah. already knows that they're good not at Not them. No, but get them out. Get them out. Right, and no one, no one would be like, no, not Bill Gates. Good, like, right. No one would argue. They'd be like, I get it. They're they're trash. Well, Jason decides to do a third choice. <laughs> he grabs off of his booth, which was he was behind the, um, the United States of America booth, uh, some sausage links. He's our all American boy. Yeah, the sausage links that are like you know I have never seen that in real life. You know, like the sausage no, links that are hanging and, together. And truth be told, they're in so many cartoons. I always wanted yeah, to see. Yeah, them. right. I have not. Maybe I got to go to Germany or something. I don't I, know. Like I've never seen them. I have never seen sausage links linked together in no. a row. Well, mm-hmm. he he has some <laughs> behind his booth, he has which he uses as nunchucks. He approaches Bulk, who's holding a pie up, and he just starts swinging. There are other um, potential weapons. Like, there are other choices. He's swinging. That's the, what's confusing yeah. to me. He's swinging the sausage links like nunchucks, and for some reason, it makes Bulk, like, start shaking. Like, it spooks Bulk, and he drops <laughs> uh, the pie on his own head. True to form. Yeah. Kimberly then distracts Skull, who has a plate of fruit, and she basically... It's like Skull, put it down, Skull. Which she should not have said. Should not have said because Skull throws the plate of fruit at Kimberly. Yep. She she dodges it, and the fruit gets on Bulk. So, and obviously, Bulk and Skull then turn on each other. This isn't really helping, though. I mean, we, they've managed to get Bulk. No, covered. they're still in the building. That's the yeah. problem. Skull was already covered in in pie. Right, that was done. Bulk is now covered in pie and fruit. So they have successfully gotten Bulk covered in. Food. Right, so, I mean, congrats, I guess. But. Right, but like you said, <laughs> the food fight is still happening. 
Right. Meanwhile, Pudgy the pig is continuing to terrorize Angel Grove. He attacks a family that are having a picnic. He runs up. They, you know, the family gets up and runs away. And, and he, can we talk about how he eats the food? How he we just face plants on. We well, face plants, mm-hmm. and then he just rolls on his back and starts like gyrating. Uh, yeah, I don't. You know, I don't. Um, yeah, it's yeah. it was a, it's a choice. Right, it's a choice that someone made. That's all I got. <laughs> but again, Pudgy the pig, while. In, on one hand, is is the bigger threat because he's the monster. But he's a, kind of a brainless threat. Yeah, right now he's just he's just he's, he's, he's just eating stuff. He's eating garbage and stealing picnic food. The food fight is still raging on. Right at Angel Grove, uh, the Angel Grove Youth Center, the Rangers are unable to contain the chaos. Mister Kaplan, who has been struggling to contain the chaos, ends up getting doused with punch, and then finally just screams at everyone and makes everything stop. He yeah. is somehow able to finally stop the insanity. Right. He berates everyone, though. By this point, he's so upset. Yeah. He gets mad at everyone in the room, including Jason and the gang. Who he was just praising. Who had nothing to do with the food fight starting. He knows who did He it. declares the food festival... He declares that it's what? It, oh, yes. He says, it's ruined. Ruined. I... I had to run it back when I heard that. I said, "Did he say ruined?" Yeah. I was like, first of all, there's another. There's a. There's a letter you you skipped right. in that word. It's ruined. Yeah. I was like, well, okay. <laughs> Which would it was ruined? Yeah, and his toupee is you know barely hanging on, as is his sanity. And Jason and the gang try to kind of speak up a little bit, but he's he's not hearing it. He tosses Jason a broom and tasks. Him and his friends, the This Rangers. is the second time that's happened. Yeah. I forget which episode it was, but when the school got trashed, and he's like, here, bring yeah. it. I mean, clean he, it up. It's obviously your fault. I'm like, man, right. do you know? Who, I mean, like, you know these kids are always the do-getters. Why are you always making them, right. you know, take the hit? Which is what he does. He gives Jason a room and says, you're going to lead the cleanup. Gross misjudgment. It always make, That always yeah. upsets me because I'm like, as a teacher, I know who my good ones are. Yeah. I would never do that. Yeah, because here's the thing. Bulk and Skull started the whole thing, and they escape any kind of reprimand. Oh, yeah. That's it. Any kind. Yep. That's it. I mean, that's it. They they are simply... The only comeuppance we see... And it's not they escape stealthily or anything. They just don't... No, they just... They just don't get accused of anything. They're gone. Yeah, it's awful. Nothing. Mm-mm. I'd have gone after them. And again, I want to just bring up again the two pillars to this situation. <laughs> Celebrating different cultures and diversity and raising money for children. Two incredibly positive things. Bulk and Skull completely, they, they probably had good reason to, you know, suspend them. At it's least. just upsetting. I know. I know. Terrible. So. We have more to say about this than the actual monster, just FYI. Right. Because this is terrible. <laughs> well, as I said, Mr. Kaplan tasks Jason and the Rangers to uh, lead the cleanup. Something they had nothing to do with. No. Other than starting the thing and creating this positive atmosphere. Right, and then having it ruined by... Bulk and Skull, who are standing out like a couple of bright fluorescent lights in a dark room. Literally. You know, clearly the ones that started it. Get away. I hate them. I don't hate him. I, I I still love them, but like only from a pure comedic standpoint. Right. <laughs> well, Zordon kind of saves the day a little bit because as soon as Jason gets the broom, yeah, he at least gets him out of there. His communicator goes off. Uh, he needs them at the command center immediately. The Rangers watch on the monitor. Pudgy Pig. 
you know, wreaking havoc, eating a bunch of food wherever he goes. Zordon informs them that at his current rate, Pudgy Pig will eat all of Earth's food in 48 hours. Like all of the food. That's horrifying, yeah. actually. <laughs> no time can be wasted. The Rangers morph and confront Pudgy Pig, who, when they attack him with their power weapons, <laughs> so you know, Zack has the axe, Jason yeah. has the sword, uh, Billy has the... Um, uh, the staff or those yeah. those daggers, I think. Well, I know Kimberly no, Kimberly has the daggers. Yeah, okay. Um, Billy has... He has the, he's got the spear that he can also ha- break into two pieces or whatever, and Kimberly right. has the bow. At any rate, um, when they attack Pudgy Pig with him, he eats the weapons. Like he sucks them yeah. into his mouth. His giant mouth, right. It's kind of creepy. And not only that, he creates a vortex, which sends them away uses his powers to create a vortex to send the rangers away, and they end up in another location, like in a park or something, right. and they're not morphed anymore. So, again... Again getting knocked out of so morph. They got knocked out of their morph That state. happened the last time. So in the first confrontation with, with Pudgy Pig, the rangers are defeated. Zordon then informs... With this freaking pig head with legs and arms. Right. Like, what in the world? Zordon then informs the rangers that Pudgy has now arrived to the youth center and is causing chaos at the cultural food festival, which... Is rather confusing because Bulk and Skull have long destroyed the oh, yeah. cultural food. The true food villains festival. of this episode, yeah, I'm right. mad. Pudgy, right. I mean, listen, his name's Pudgy. Like, yeah. that already is not villainous to me. Right, but what I'm saying is the, the cultural food festival was sunk. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, Zordon like, should have called about, like, like, are you guys all right? Because this is yeah. the threat. He should have, like, yeah, <laughs> really. He should have called him up and said, you I, guys, he goes, you guys need to morph and take care of this. Like, that's what I don't, Just don't thinking. hurt anybody. Right. Don't hurt anybody. My thought process was, okay, this pig is not good. I'm sorry about the family with the picnic, but the actual threat is this is this right. event here that has been ruined. So, that has been ruined. Right. So Zordon's like, oh, you know, he's Pudgy the Pig is causing chaos at the Cultural Food Festival, which, again, was sunk 10 minutes ago. <laughs> I can't imagine it getting worse. Apparently it does. When we get to Pudgy Pig at the Youth Center, sure enough, for some reason, people are still milling around the remains of the food festival. There's food everywhere. I guess people are just kind of hanging out, just like, man, can you believe that just happened? Uh, we're here, man. Right. Might, as well, might as well see what's not damaged. And then Imbus Pudgy Pig begins eating all the food, what's left, what didn't get thrown. And, I guess he helps with cleanup. Yeah, terrorizing the people there. <laughs> so, well, we do get a, a little bit of satisfaction. Bulk and Skull approach Pudgy Pig and get scared away, but still, they deserve more yes, for what they at did. at least a suspension. Yeah. By the time the Rangers arrive, they're too late. All the food has been eaten, except, as Trini notes, the spicy food. Spicy. So apparently, Pudgy Pig, th- this is he his... He does we- not like spicy yeah. food. Yeah, and, and Billy translates that as, this is a weakness we can exploit. Yeah. Somehow, we need to get Pudgy Pig, this is Billy's idea, to eat the spicy food and get sick so they can get their weapons back and defeat the monster. So they morph again and confront Pudgy Pig a second time. This time, each ranger is equipped with plates of food, and one of them, which is a sandwich held by Trini, has a hot radish in it. So they throw, they start throwing I'm the food. Sorry, just that's such a funny choice <laughs> yeah. to me. They they all start throwing the food at Pudgy. Trini is last, and Pudgy eats all Trini's the. Trini's got the. She's got the the bomb. Yeah. So she's <laughs> eating. So they're eating. He's eating all the food, and then Trini takes the hot radish, stuffs it in this like sub sandwich. Yeah. And tosses it, and he eats it, and sure enough, it makes him sick, and he starts to regurgitate the food. It just starts coming out of his mouth. Yeah. Uh, and also, the weapons. It is the, it, I will say, as a person who is absolutely terrified of throwing up, right. and, and people throwing up, which, why did I even have kids? 
Uh, it's the it's the most tame version of it I have ever experienced. Yeah, in television. It, yeah, like the weapons just come out. Yeah, so and that the, I was I was thankful for yeah, that. And the food just <laughs> it looks like fake food. It doesn't like yeah, throw yeah. up. No, it no. Just looks I like, was thankful to the creators for that yeah, one it's moment. Like, Plastic steaks and stuff flying out. It's like a kid's kitchen toy set, right? Like, yeah, just, just falling out. Yeah, brought to you by Play School. Yeah. Like it's, uh, yeah, like, yeah, it's tame. Like whole pieces of popcorn and stuff. Just <laughs> yeah, it just yeah, it's yeah. definitely comedic. Yeah, so they get their weapons back. So the Rangers use their weapons, and remember they can create that like crossbow, right? Thing. Yeah, the, the the mega weapon. It's called the Power Blaster. I've never called it what it was supposed yeah. to be called. All Forgive their weapons me. combined is called the Power Blaster, which they are able to destroy. Pudgy Pig fairly quickly with one right. shot. I mean, he is just a hit. It's over. Yeah. But as we know, this is really just a sidebar to the right. egregious, horrible <laughs> act of Bulk and Skull for ruining the, the Battle co- of the Cultural Festival. The, the, the Cultural Food Festival raising money yes. for the sweet little kids at Angel Grove. So Pudgy the Pig's gone. But Bulk and Skull, however, they are not. Escape with no justice applied. No. Ugh. Upon returning, they'll yeah. be back. Uh, of course. Upon returning to the youth center, the Rangers find the food festival in ruins. Al- in, no, in ruins. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's true. Food's everywhere. I guess people just left. Like, uh, uh, you know, Jason, uh, they're supposed to clean it up, so let's get out of here. You know they did. Come on, we're teachers. <laughs> They're like, let's get out of here before someone gives us a broom. Um, Alpha, however, tries to help. He sends the Rangers some sandwiches he made for their food festival. Again, about an hour too late. Right. So Alpha, I don't Gee, know. Thanks. Were you watching on the monitor? No, because if they were, they would have, again, because had Rita, them morphed there. Yeah, Rita caught it all. She was watching. She's like, man. The people we needed to be watching weren't watching. A- absolutely. They were sleeping on it. Well, th- he does beam down some from the command center yeah, some, yeah. some sandwiches he made. At that moment, Mr. Kaplan arrives. So remember what we said before, yes. you know, Brooke, you brought it up, is how he always kind of... He kind of lays the te- at least temporary blame on right. our heroes. Well, he, he, is, he gets some redemption here. He, he shows up and he informs the kids that he knows they weren't responsible. That's an easy call. Well, yeah. He meet them for five minutes. What's, you know that it's not What's problem. also an easy call is knowing Bulk and Skull did it. Right. And everyone saw it. Like, they don't make they don't make it secretive. And <laughs> now, remember, the whole purpose of the Cultural Food Festival was to raise money for the daycare... For playground equipment. And preschool for the playground equipment. Which is pricey, actually. Yeah. Very pricey. And guess what? Bulk and Skull, they're... They're antics. Yeah. It worked. Because... I mean, here's what Mr. Kaplan says. that they He says that they nearly raised all the money they needed, even though the uh, Cultural Food Festival ended in chaos. It means they they did well. They did well. But, but they could have done it. They could have done it. That's the thing, is that they actually could have they raised nearly, all the money. They nearly raised the money. If they could have just had the entire night or whatever, or an ha- entire amount of time they were going to do it, they could have done it. And friggin' Bulk and Skull, and they're like, again, I guess, just, bored on a Friday night, you know, right? Just Friday ag- afternoon. Again, again, egregious. They're just like Bulk and Skull worst. usually just kind of like, oh, oh yeah, these guys are. But here I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, they went from like garbage people to just like actual villains for a second. Right. It sucks. They are the villains of this episode. They are. Pudge the Pig is a mere foil. Basically. We have feelings about this, guys. Right. <laughs> It's all in good. It's all in no, good. You know, oh, but. of course. It's yeah. It's such. It's a fun episode. And Bulk and Skull, ninety nine percent of the time, are, are good. Cl- are good, clean fun. You they know, are. They're, they're, they're fun to watch. Yeah. 
Well, anyway, so Mr. Kaplan, again, is like, look, I, I know you guys didn't do it. And the kids then offer him a sandwich, one of the ones that Alpha <laughs> made. An Alpha sandwich. Which he agrees to purchase. He takes a bite, and when he does, we can see one of the hot radishes. Looks just like the one Trini yeah. stuffed in, the uh, that the one she threw at Pudgy Pig. Yeah. Well, she, we see it dangling from the sandwich, so we know it's a hot one. Oh, no. Mr. Kaplan reacts to the radish, of course. It's hot. Immediately demands water. Kimberly gives him a pitcher, which he drinks, causing him to become soaking wet and for his toupee to fall off as well. He says the sandwich was hot, but not bad, and they all share a laugh. Yeah, and we have our ending guitar riff <laughs> with heavy distortion. Yeah, always. <laughs> Electric guitar. <laughs> um, that's it. That's a great And episode. I was really hoping we would see some, I mean... I mean, at least so like and... a month of detention, two weeks of detention. <clears throat> I mean, something. Yeah. I don't know. Like taking out. I don't or, know. Or, be, or being like, I don't make, know. Make them come back and clean it up. Yeah. Or like make them do like lunch duty but and like clean up crap. The worst thing that happens to them is uh, Pudgy Pig scares them off. If anything, Pudgy Pig saved him from getting in trouble. I know he I ate, know. he ate part of the food he he helped fix half the problem. Maybe Pudgy Pig was more helpful than Bulk and Skull. Yes, maybe maybe somehow Kaplan because he didn't know it was the Rangers. Maybe that meant he knew it was Bulk and Skull. But who knows? We maybe just, we l- just don't my know. hope is that off screen they got in <laughs> trouble. We just never get to yeah. see it. <laughs> but yeah, it was a fun one. I mean, it was fun because and, and again, you know, there's always something that stands out in these episodes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And in this case, this was what it was. I was like, right. I, I, that was my big takeaway. I was like, I cannot believe Vulcan Skull. They did something really, really bad. <laughs> they ruined a charity event. They ruined it. Very much so. And <laughs> got away with it. You know? So, terrible. But our Rangers do end up winning the day. Of course. You know? They stay steady, strong, good kids. You know? So, that's that. That's, that's another it. another chapter in the books of the Angel Grove Chronicles. <laughs> so, we're happy you guys joined us uh, tonight for that. And I uh, hope you're all having a great week. Uh, so with that being said, do you have any final thoughts? I don't. We... I, I, I enjoyed the episode. Uh, you know, it was a, I would say it was good, clean fun, but it was actually quite messy. Yeah. But um, the, yeah. Cor- I read it on a, the Rangers wiki on the web, uh, on the Internet, uh, that apparently Pudgy Pig is one of is considered one of the more recognizable villains. Makes sense. Yeah. Because but, he makes no sense. Well, interestingly enough, though, they didn't make a toy, a pudgy pig toy. Like, really? You, you know, no, like I have King Sphinx. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, but there was no... That's a, Well, it's not exactly a looker, you know? I mean, it doesn't well, look cool. Well, well, neither is... Neither are any of them. But King Sphinx kind of looks cool. Yeah, that's true. Pudgy pig is a head with yeah. legs and arms and a Roman centurion hat. Yeah, but he is... Memorable, cons- but yeah, dumb. But looking. he is considered one of the more memorable villains. I would agree. I know uh, Brett uh, commented on our post, and he's like, "Oh yes, pudgy pig." So shout out to you, Brett. You were you were there ready. You, you were ready for it. You proved the point. <laughs> What's funny is Mike. I, I'm curious if you know he he Brett remembered pudgy pig. I, yeah, I'm curious if he remembered the food fight that that ruined the charity of it. Yes. So Brett, when you when you listen to this, we're gonna need you to uh, we're gonna need you to let us know. Wait <laughs> in thought. on that. I'm curious if other people are like, yeah, you know what? What the heck? They did something really. And you know bad. what? Maybe it's because we're grown now. Like we're not kids anymore. Yeah. When you're a kid, you're like, yeah, food fight. Like, or, or you're like, oh man. You know. I think now we realize the gravity of like raising money right. and like, oh my gosh, you it's you true. know, it was a it was an event that was promoting other cultures. You know, in a in a '90s way. Yeah. You I, know, like it just you know, I think we. 
we think more about those things now than we do when we're kids. It's true. I think when you're a kid, you're like, oh, Bulk and Skull at it again. Yeah. I, I, you know? I don't remember feeling any kind of way about a food fight. Now it's like, but oh, now I'm upset. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like they worked so hard on this food festival. Weeks of planning this probably. This is 100% what, pa- what growing people All think. these people <laughs> cooked a bunch of food? Oh, the money that went into it? Again, you don't think about that stuff as a kid. You don't, but now, <laughs> is what I'm saying. Yeah, That's totally. why it's fun to talk about this stuff now, but yeah. <laughs> All righty. Well, Brooke, why don't you tell everybody where they can find us before we, before we wrap up Food Fight. Yes. If you are on Instagram, that's where we spend most of our time. We connect with you guys and talk with you guys. Uh, we are at The Tape Store. We're also on TikTok by the same name. If you're on Twitter, we're The Tape Store Pod. And if you'd like to shoot us an email for whatever reason, we'd certainly love to hear from you. We're the tape store podcast at gmail.com. Yes. And as always, of course, we always like to thank you for your time. We appreciate all of our listeners. Your time is limited and valuable. Anytime you spend with us, we just want you to know you're greatly appreciated. Yes. We very much appreciate you. And have a great week. And never hesitate to reach out and message us. We love to hear from you guys. Yep. And stay more phenomenal. <laughs> yes. So until next week. We will see you. This is Toby. And this is Brooke. We will be back with more great 80s and 90s nostalgia on the Tape Store Podcast next Thursday. Take care, guys. Bye.